And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid conservative, just plain right. Making it cool to be a conservative. Hey, I'm going to jump over to the text lines. If you want to text in, by the way, the phone lines is open. So 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. You can call or text uh, on that number. And I'm looking at the uh, text line right now. Raven from Russellville just made sure we knew, and I appreciate it, Raven. Glad to hear it. He says, all clear in Russellville, windy, but no significant damage. Good to hear. Um, Jeff from Indiana. There's our brother Jeff. He heard us talking about him. He said, I'm doing fine with a happy face. He said, I haven't really run into any weather other than a little rain. But then he also sent a picture of uh, uh, where they're at with the storm clouds that were just in the distance. So, um, yeah, Jeff, glad to hear it, man. Uh, JT from Lacey Springs sent a picture in of hail posted by James Spann. Now, I got to be honest, this picture, and I know James Spann retweeted it. Uh, he says it's hail in Florence. If, if you're in Florence and you had this golf ball size hail piling up, I want to know this is real because I saw somebody pick, post a very similar picture earlier this morning on Twitter, and, and it was not James Spann. And I'm just wondering, is this legit or is it an old photo someone's trying to make something of? So, yeah, uh, if, you were in, um, if you were in this massive hailstorm with, like, golf ball size hail uh, today in the Florence area, I want to know about it. Um, I mean, that picture was pretty crazy but it could be an old picture that, that, yeah that's what i'm yeah, saying I, yeah. I, I i think it you know who knows yes yeah, it's, it's on social media it's got to be real did you see what paul sent paul from athens <laughs> um <laughs> paul from athens says we're solid conservative and just plain cis white <laughs> makes me laugh every time that's bunch awesome. of cis white guys in there you know <laughs> Just talking about things, cis white males, whatever. <laughs> Ken from Harvest says, Mo for governor. Talking about uh, Mo Brooks. Um, John from Huntsville just says, Mo, I hate you're not in Congress anymore. I voted for you every single time I was allowed to. Mo, the best thing about you is you're a true American and not uh, and he, and he disparages somebody else. I won't say who. Uh, but anyway, John from Huntsville, thanks for that. And Mo, I hope you're listening. Um, uh, I, I think I already said Ken from Harvest says, Mo for governor. Uh, Tony from Piedmont says, tell Mo not to fall off the ladder. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, lots of good stuff. And, uh, wow. And, uh, Leanne from, uh, uh, Huntsville says, ask Mo if he had been nominated for speaker, would he have considered it? I did not see your text, Leanne. I apologize. But, um, it, it was, you know, he was already out of Congress, so it was not likely to be someone outside the body who was going to get, uh, nominated with any legitimacy. Although we did have Trump get nominated, I believe at one point. And I think at that point, it began to be rather unserious, you know. Um, but anyway, um, all right, we're going we're gonna to start the next one here in a minute. The next part of the Triple Dipper, the paper trail. Okay, y'all, it almost gets comedic at this point. I mean, like, you can't make this stuff up. So you know that Joe Biden um, came out in September just aghast that Donald Trump would have classified documents, you know, how irresponsible can one man be? That was his comment. How irresponsible could somebody be? You know, and just, and just doing the whole Biden kind of earnest voice, got the well-practiced kind of squint. Anyway, um, yeah, fast forward. It turns out just about 40 days later, unbeknownst to the rest of us, they found classified documents in his office at the Penn Biden Center with ain't nobody there watching it, just locked in a closet, just left behind. Documents that we are now hearing, by the way, were intelligence documents related to Iran, Ukraine, and the United Kingdom. Huh. Huh. What do you do with that? So they didn't tell us. It rocks forward. We find out what they found in early November, five days before the election. Um, they let us know about this week. Um, wow. But then on top of that, they just found more. They just found more. And what's interesting is Peter Ducey from Fox flat out asked the question, how irresponsible. He, he, Ducey even asked the president himself, what were you thinking? Wait till you hear, if you haven't heard yet, wait till you hear where Biden himself says the documents were. It's going to rock your world. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right, covering some ground across the great state of Alabama. I mean, we are way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gaston, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi, thrown in just for good measure. Number two on the Triple Dipper is about to start. Before I do that, though, let me just tell you, ZLA Solutions, I was talking to them this morning. They just had their, they just, they just got all the numbers in, just ran the numbers. They just had their biggest year ever. Uh, I, now, listen, that, that's significant because you know what the jobs market has been like. And, and, and truthfully, here we are looking at a company that specializes in putting people to work at a time when we're hearing that our unemployment rate is low, but yet our job participation rate is bad. Um, that means more people are able to get jobs if they want them, but a lot of them just don't want them. Well, ZLA Solutions has been putting jobs and people together in epic fashion. And like I said, just had their biggest year ever. So at ZLA Solutions, they can help you. If you're looking for a job yourself, you can go to their website, ZLAUSA.com. They've got great jobs posted all over North Alabama. But uh, if you're an employer wanting to fill out the ranks of your workforce, well, they can square you away. That's their bread and butter, man. They do all kinds of things for business in solutions like quality control, sorting and containment, warehousing, logistics, all that. But their big deal is staffing. Direct hire or temp, blue collar, white collar, no collar, don't matter. ZLA Solutions, they are good at what they do. They like to say, at ZLA, we don't make it, we, we make it better. That's their goal in life, make your business better. Check them out. Their website is ZLAUSA.com. And do me a favor, tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio, ZLA Solutions. Uh, okay, so I got I to, gotta, listen, this, this next section, it gets to the point. That, like, if we were doing an episode of Seinfeld, <laughs> I don't know that it could be any better than this. If we were doing, if we were literally doing a sitcom where you, you watch it, you know, like, you know, Everybody Loves Raymond or, uh, or Frasier or pick, pick your favorite, MASH. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm dating myself. But the reality is if you, if you were writing a sitcom script, no fooling, a sitcom script, the kind where you look at it and laugh knowing full well that most people don't act that way. You could write this down about the presidential classified documents scandals that are brewing right now, and it you would you would look at it and you would laugh, but you would think, no, no, nobody does that. Uh, yes, they do. All right, so you know the whole thing about last uh, August, I think it was, last August, when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, um, one of President Trump's uh, personal residences. And we understand that they got all up in everybody's business. They even went into Melania's closet, rooting through her things, and then, you know, sorted through boxes that were in an, uh, a, a, a locked closet downstairs where they had already told the archives they were storing documents while they negotiated whether to return them or not. And, oh, by the way, the Secret Service was guarding the facility. Okay. But they seized and made a big deal, and everybody's like, Trump's going to be indicted. This is it. We got him. We got him now. Well, guess what? Just like, mm, what, a month later, President Biden is actually asked in an interview with 60 Minutes, I believe. What did you think when you saw the pictures of the classified documents spread out on the floor from the FBI's search of Mar-a-Lago? His response, I thought, how could anyone be so irresponsible? So less than 40 days later, after that interview, when how could anyone be so irresponsible was his reaction to Trump. We learned that a cache of classified documents was found in his unguarded office at the Penn Biden Center. A, a, a former think tank, which is now gone, a former think tank where he got paid a lot of money to do a lot of nothing. And classified documents related to intelligence reports on the U.K., Iran and Ukraine, we're told, were found. Okay, uh, suddenly it's awkward. Suddenly you have that whole oh crap moment, that, that uh, what? And, and, and the president's response has been so weird. And you know how he responds when he's not sure what to say or when he's been told what to say. I don't know which one it is. But he literally, it's almost like he's like, um, I have been directed to read this statement, so let me go into robot mode. And he read a statement that said his attorneys had advised him not to look at the papers and uh, they were reviewing the matter or something like that. What? 
Okay. You know, suddenly everybody's saying, double standard, what's the deal? Is he going to get away with it? And everybody's trying to, well, you know, the documents he had are probably not as bad because there weren't as many of them. That doesn't matter. You can have 300 documents at Mar-a-Lago and then be, you know, sort of tepid and benign. Maybe it was a picture, you know, of a uh, a missile strike that everybody knows about now because it ran in all the media and, and he kept it. But it was originally marked, you know, secret or top secret. I don't know. I'm not I'm, I'm speculating. I don't know what's in there. All I'm saying is you could have 300 documents that were classified but not near as bad as one document that maybe Biden had related to the Iran nuclear deal. <laughs> or Ukraine um, uh, corruption that he was trying to cover up because it dealt with his son. Oh, who knows? I don't know what's in there, y'all. I'm throwing, don't say Phil said this is what's in there. I'm, I'm telling you one document in one location could be worse than 300 documents in the other location, depending upon what the contents are. And we understand that some of the documents found in this initial run uh, at Biden's uh, office were marked TSSCI. That's top secret, secure compartment of the information. Um, I believe it's secure. Anyway, the bottom line is TSSCI is even a ramp up. You have to be read on to certain programs to have a TSSCI. And then on top of that, you've got the fact that he's a vice president. What was he doing with documents? He had no authority to declassify these. Trump had the authority to declassify because he's the ultimate say on classification, according to the case of uh, U.S. Navy v. Egan, federal case. Um, so what's up with this batch of documents? Oh, but wait, there's more. Pray tell. Phil, what could it be? You heard more documents. Now, there's so many questions about this, y'all. So many questions. Like, first of all, somebody's already called him the Johnny Appleseed of classified documents. He's just leaving them scattered along as he goes. He's just... <laughs> just, just one after another. Just, just planting them as he goes. <laughs> Someone just sent a, a TikTok video on there, and it said they circled the documents when he was pulling out of the driveway. They're like, oh, there they well, are. All right. I, don't, don't, I got I to gotta tell the story on that first. Oh, I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. No, <laughs> no you're, you're, letting the cat, you're letting the Corvette out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. So now apparently there's this, there's this full court press. Oh, God, does he have any more documents? And so first thing we find out is that the first round of documents are found by his lawyers. Now, I'm an attorney. I have never been hired to go and clean up my client's offices. I recognize there's times when something might be sensitive, and you might tell your client, if you have something like this, bring it to me to review. I get it. But the idea that his lawyers were at the so-called Penn Biden Center, packing up his boxes and went, hey, what's this? And then it became open news. Okay, that's weird. It gets weirder when you find out that now that it's out there, it's like we're finding out that Biden aides, and you can't see, but I'm doing finger quotes. It doesn't come through on the radio. I'm, let me turn to the camera. Finger quotes. <laughs> Biden aides have now discovered another batch of documents we find out yesterday. Pray tell, where were they? How many are there? What did they talk about? Well, nothing was really said about the where's and the what's until today. Right before I go on the air, I was talking to the lovely Charlene, my wife who is more politically astute than me and keeps me apprised of the latest developments, even texts me things during the show like she did a few minutes ago. And she says, have you heard what happened? I said, no, what? And she said, so Biden did a press conference. I said, okay. She said he did the press conference and then didn't take questions at first about the paperwork, the paper trail. But then it's like all of a sudden he remembered and he turned back to the podium and he addressed it with a written statement that he read, except she said before he read the statement, it's like he got off script for a minute and he thought it would be okay to say, they were locked in the garage with my Corvette. <laughs> what? They were locked in the garage with my Corvette. That's supposed to make us feel better. Boomer, 
You know, it's out there with oh. the oil cans and the lawnmower. That makes me feel so Everything's much okay. Yeah. So much better. You know, the nuclear codes are sitting next to the tools <laughs> and the fishing rods, locked in the garage with the Corvette. It doesn't say they were under secure lock and key. Just it doesn't say in that manner they're being stored. It doesn't say why they're in a garage in the first place. It doesn't say whether the Corvette is also classified. And this was a skiff. It's a skiff garage, a skiff garage in which you park secure Corvettes and store classified documents. So the president literally tips his hand and the world went, what just happened? To the extent even that later the president walking out to Marine One is asked by Peter Ducey, what were you thinking? That was the question. What were you thinking? Which you can imagine how that went over. Um, so now I have just summarized for you where we are, except, except now Merrick Garland has no choice. And so Merrick Garland, Biden's appointed dis- uh, attorney general, has now appointed a special prosecutor. Yes, he has. Right before the show started, a special prosecutor has been appointed. I get it. It's sort of all in-house. He's appointed a special prosecutor to investigate his boss. <laughs> However, the fact that it happened at all says that Merrick Garland knew he had no choice. Have I got a caller on the line? I do. Line one. Is that Sparky? Sparky, how you doing today, bud? Hey, awesome. Great show for you and Bummer. Uh, I'm with you. It makes zero sense why, when the entire government is covered for this this dishonest Alzheimer's patient and, and done everything they can to make him look right, how in the world would his own aides and his own lawyers not just hide and destroy any classified documents they found. Why is this coming out at all when they have the opportunity to hide it uh, the way they've done everything else that the man's ever done wrong? I, I don't understand it. I don't I don't get it one bit. Yeah, the whole thing smacks of some kind of a backstory, in my opinion. Um, and I, I look yeah. at it, too. And, 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 and Sparky, what about this? Who decided they needed to send the aides to the garage where the Corvette was parked? I mean, who knew? What? what Somebody knew something to send them there in the first place. Well, and it it, it, it it smells to me as though somehow or another Joe Biden has outlived his usefulness. His yeah. handlers, who are behind the scenes making all the decisions anyway, have decided it's time to kick him to the curb. And they've groomed uh, <laughs> uh, the inarticulate, dim-witted Miss Harris to the point where they're willing to let her be the the puppet figure ahead of, of, of the White House. And, and I don't get that either because she's certainly not, a, she's not a, any more honest than he ever was, and she's certainly not in any way qualified. But it's, it's, like, it's like they're ready to kick the old man to the curb, you know. And, uh, I, I agree. Uh, otherwise, why, why would this not just get swept under the carpet? It's, well, it's kind of crazy. And here's my other theory, and I'll expand on it more after this break, which we're about to go to, Sparky. But uh, the other theory I've got besides getting rid of Biden is it gives them an out on overplaying their hand uh, with Trump because they recognize that while they may uh, have some claims against Trump, it's politically intolerable to pursue it in great depth, and they just would like to get away from it, and Merrick Garland needs an excuse. And what better excuse than to have, uh, hey, you know, bipartisan, we don't do this kind of thing. Um, but uh, you, are, you are brilliant, Colonel. That, <laughs> is a, that is probably hitting the nail right on the head, sir. We'll see, man. Hey, I got to run to break, Sparky. Appreciate you. Uh, hope he's reti- hope he's enjoying retirement too. By the way, Sparky, appreciate you. Hope you hope you're enjoying that retirement. All right, listen, we're gonna take a break right now. We'll come right back. I'm gonna keep this one going because all I've done so far is summarize for you. Now I start getting into my own paper on the paper trail. You guys stay tuned. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back.
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Saving the world one soundbite at a time. Well, this one has gotten some attention. Uh, we're going to spend some time on this topic, too. I can tell you, i got three callers waiting that I'm about to get to, but i got to tell you, Boomer, I just got my favorite text on this topic so far. Oh, yes. Yeah, Travis, Travis from Huntsville just texted in. He said, what's scarier, giving Biden access to confidential docs about China and Iran or Biden driving a Corvette? Uh. He said both put the nation in danger. <laughs> uh, let me jump to the phones before I run out of time. Uh, line two, Brian from Huntsville. Brian, how you doing, bud? Mighty fine, especially uh, since Biden is driving that uh, Corvette using fossil fuel. Oh, you know, that brings a point. His hobby burns fossil fuels. Ah, <laughs> perfect point. Yeah, two serious questions. Yeah. First of all, I do not know based on my limited Latin what is the difference between a special consul and a special prosecutor? Um, you know, I'd, I'd have to go back and look, Brian. I mean, that's a good point. I, I, my interpretation I was did. they were the same. Um, okay. but, uh, I, 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 I don't know because I've heard it phrased both ways today. And the other, the other one real quick, and I'll leave it out there and leave you alone, which is, um, is there any chance that uh, they are finding a way right now they're trying to go ahead and dust him off, get rid of him, I, and uh, put him out the pasture, so to say? I, I'm, I'm not going to be a bit surprised. Um, and, you know, there's already Democrats right now that are uh, on, on, on Fox uh, yelling that this is uh, these were planted documents trying to uh, make the case. But uh, we'll, well see. Hey, yeah, Brian, by the way, I think that thing, about, I think special counsel might be someone who's been appointed to be an attorney outside of the usual, like representing the person individually. Uh, and then special prosecutor is the one trying to go after the person you know, investigative wise and all that. So that's my, I'll check on that though. Uh, right, thanks, thank Brian. You, Appreciate you. Uh, line two, Scott from Huntsville. Hey, Scott, how you doing? Hey, Phil, I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Uh, I agree with you, but I think there's one third angle that you may not be thinking about. All right, what's that? Uh, we're headed into the next election cycle, 2024. Right. So if they're not using this to get rid of Biden and then, or they're not using it to exonerate Merrick Garland, they're going to use it to find another way to bash Donald Trump. They're going to investigate Biden, find he did everything appropriately, exonerate him, and then say Donald Trump should have done his documents the way Joe Biden did his. Ah. Well, you know, that's kind of the case they're, they're trying to make in the media. They're another way to bash Trump because they're running out of stuff to bash Trump with. So they're creating <laughs> another example of the left coming in, creating a problem, and solving their own problem when they already knew the answer to begin with. Genius. That's not a bad. It's not a bad thought. Yeah, <laughs> build the case for what he should have done by showing what their guy did. That's uh, that's interesting. Exactly. Hey, Scott, thanks for the call, man. I got one more to get for the break, so let me grab that. Dave. All right, line four, Mike from Huntsville. Hey, Mike, Phil Williams, how you doing? I'm good, Phil. You know what? That that isn't that that isn't true. The reason they can't make that work is he was a VP at the time, and everything he has right now. That's classified. It's obviously intelligence stuff. It's dealing with the Ukraine where Verisma was, and you're dealing with the Iranian deal where you have money laundering operations. Then you have the pin think tank taking Chinese money and laundering it back to Biden. I mean, and then we have a special counsel as opposed to a special prosecutor, and that special counsel is still under Merrick Garland as opposed to independent. You and that makes correct. a little bit of difference. And there's another huge problem. They've told his lawyers told him not to look at these documents, but he has them in the garage and he knew exactly where they were. The other big problem is they don't have classification qualification. You know what I'm talking about? To be looking at those documents themselves, they would have to have the exact security clearance to be able to look at, let's say, as top secret as opposed to secret. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Those I lawyers do. don't have that classification you're looking at. You, you, they you, do not you, have the classification. You make great points. And they it, got a problem coming and going because hey, you Mike, know, he can't be classified. Hey, yeah. Mike, the music's playing, brother. We're, we're hitting the break. I got no choice. Hey, great call. Good, okay, good, good points. Sure. Wow. I got a sharp audience, man. I got a, I mean, like, dang. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We ain't done with this. We're following the paper trail. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side studios, covering down on the local, the state, the national, sometimes the international. Man, we cover it all, and we do it like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Uh, man, we have an amazing audience. The text lines are blowing up. We got uh, st- and, and I got to tell you, um, so Bob from Decatur, <laughs> I am loving your text message, man. So, uh, so Bob from Decatur sent me this, first of all. He said, with regards to the paper trail, the, the, the classified documents, he says, third time's a charm. They impeached Donald Trump for making a good phone call to a newly elected, pres- elected president. Seems to me like all these documents all over the place should be an impeachable cause. Who knows where he distributed them? Maybe China. I agree. And then he, then he comes back and he says another text. He goes, great. How do you feel? Listen to Phil to read my text to sent. Then he goes, whoops. Uh, that last message was intended for my wife, LOL. <laughs> and I said, Boomer and I are literally laughing out loud. And he says, I know, everybody does that once in a while. I have done that before, Bob. That's why it's so funny is when you send the message you meant. And, and like, like, he, like basically I'm glad it was a clean message. And he says he always sends clean messages anyway. That's I good. Have, I would, yes. And so, <laughs> Bob, we love you. And uh, your wife should know we enjoyed your text more than pretty much anybody's today. So thank you very much. Um, Paul from Athens says, did you see that Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell, and Omar were kicked off their committees? Yes, I did. I talked about that yesterday. That's big doings. Mike from Huntsville says, uh, I'm trying to figure out, it's a long text. Let me see if I can get into it here real quick. Uh, I'll come back to it because it talks about January 6th, which is off topic. I think I'll come right back to that. Um, Daryl from Huntsville. And don't forget, there's Dems right now saying the documents were planted by Trump to include the views Joy Behar. Does anybody care what Joy Behar says? I mean, she's like, it's like the clowns at the circus. You don't take them serious. They're just there for entertainment. That's kind of the way I feel about Joy Behar. Uh, Kyle from Madison says, with documents, another theory is, or if or when Biden chooses not to run for president, is to put pressure on Trump that he shouldn't run either because Biden took the high road. Ooh. Kyle from Madison. That's... That's interesting. I had, I had not thought of this. Um, Tony from Piedmont says, uh, where'd it go? Most people are talking about, la, 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 la. I can't, okay, I'm not sure where we're going here. Oh, I see. Um, talking about kids need to learn how to not to lie when they're young. Uh, then they grow up and they just start running the country. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, and then uh, Michael from Taft, Tennessee says, next thing you know, they'll find that Joe had some more documents stashed under the patio or out of the patio underneath the seat cushions. Wow. And then uh, Dustin from Hazel Green, um, you talk about Bob's text. Oh, yeah. Have I got a caller on the line, Boomer, or what we got there? No, no, no. It, but he, he had a good question. I think we've covered it a little bit was, um, you know, why wasn't this brought up before the midterm elections? Peter Ducey, like, what, why, you know, that needs to be asked, right? It's an ultimate question. Yeah. In my opinion. Why did you hold this? Why did you hold it back? And they've asked. They've asked, by the way. Karine Jean-Pierre does not want to answer that question. Hmm. She defers to the lawyers, who are never going to tell you a thing. And, you know, it's and, – and then claims are being tra- – we, we tried to be transparent with this. No, you haven't. I mean, no. the only transparency we got is that the Corvette was involved. The Corvette. And All right. it's in a garage, not by the way, behind a key. Now I want to know, do we have to seize the Corvette? Oh, I, I will volunteer to go and help seize the Corvette and place it in proper storage. That would probably be a good idea for us to go do that. <laughs> if, you, if, you see, if you see a gray 63 Corvette convertible at the Barrett-Jackson auction, I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need a gas-guzzling Corvette anyway, right? He's all about the EVs. Oh, oh. Boomer. <laughs> That's a point. So, Yes. The president's hobby burns gas. Uh-oh. It burns fossil fuel. Yeah. It, uh, so he did a double whammy on himself today. Double whammy. He told us where the documents were and <laughs> that he has a hobby that involves burning fossil fuels. Wow. <laughs> Boomer, you are just, this is why you're here, man. Oh, yes. Um, hey, hey, there's two other things, by the way, that I have not heard anybody else say. I take it back. One of them may have heard. You recall that those documents 
in the first tranche, the first group that were found at the Penn Biden Center, which I'll get into in a minute, the Penn Biden Center documents um, dealt with Iran. All we know is they're allegedly dealt with Iran, um, Ukraine, and the United Kingdom. All right, Iran, the Iran nuclear deal. You could see where that could be a thing. Um, Ukraine, Burisma, you know, paying millions per month to uh, Hunter Biden and corruption. Who knows? Maybe that's in there. Why the United Kingdom? Hmm. Where was Christopher Steele of the alleged or of the infamous Steele dossier from? He was a British. He's a former British spy. I don't know if there's something in there that deals with that. I would love to know. Here's the thing, though, that I have not heard anybody ask. This is my original, my original thought. The Penn Biden Center. The Penn Biden Center, where they found these documents, was not even founded until 2018. There was no office to store them in until after it was founded, obviously. So the Penn Biden Center was founded in 2018, and yet Biden left office in January of 17. Where were these documents before the Penn Biden office was opened? Where did they go for that year? How did they come to be at Penn Biden? But since Penn Biden wasn't there for the first year of his post-vice presidency, where were they in the interim? I have not heard anybody ask that question yet. But that's a fair question because chain of custody on classified breaches is a very important part of the research. And so I'm going to tell you right now, as they're tracking this down, they've got to ask that question. Mr. Biden, where did these documents come from? And then where were they before they got locked into a closet at your office at the Penn Biden Center? Who else has seen them? Did somebody bring them to you? Did you bring them yourself? Did you intend to leave them there intentionally? Were they sequestered for a reason other than you reviewed them and got done and didn't know what else to do with them? Uh, did you just not have a shredder? And, and then at the same time, where were they in the year before you ha opened the Penn Biden Center? I want to know that. That's an important piece. Um, I got a caller on the line. Is that Jeff? Jeff from Indiana. How you doing, man? You staying safe on the roads out there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing good, man. I just seen a little bit of rain toward Nashville, and that was it. <laughs> wow, good deal. Down here in nice, sunny Alabama right now. Well, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's beautiful right now. I mean, it looks like a spring day outside the windows here at the studio, but it sure wasn't a little earlier. Yeah, just across the Tennessee River. It looks fine down here. <laughs> All right, well, good deal. Good deal. What's on your mind, but, man? Uh, hey, uh, look. Don't get your hopes up too high, man. I mean, are we talking about this? There's really no use even talking about this because uh, I don't think they've got enough numbers in the House to, to, to impeach him or, you know, to uh, draw up impeachment papers because they got the, a few millimouths in there and everything, wishy-washies or whatever that probably won't stick together. And if he goes to the Senate to, to impeach Biden, it's, nothing's going to happen. The short uh, – the, the, what I'm really wanting to say is that, uh, you know, nothing's going to happen to Biden. He's not going to be reelected president. So we know that pretty much for sure by now. They're not going to kick him out. And he, he's pretty much Teflon Don right now. He, he Nothing's going to happen to him no matter what they find out he does. Okay, because so, he's got the numbers in the Senate. All right. So I got I got a couple of replies to that. First of all, I agree. Okay. Right now, from what we know, I don't see him facing any more than serious attempts by the Republicans to impeach, which probably wouldn't be successful in the end. And they might even get right. the articles of impeachment referred out of the House, but they still couldn't get it to the Senate. I know. Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't believe that's going to wind up being a thing yet. But then here's the other piece of this. Um, does he want to sit through the embarrassment of having to go through – I take it back. He won't quit. He won't resign. But there's going to be the opportunity no. now for the uh, House Judiciary and the House Oversight Committees to do all the investigations they want and to go down this road and just to yammer about it and yammer about it and yammer about it all they want to. And that's something that they hate because um, it may not be impeachable, but they hate being in the news cycle like this. And then the other thing that I think has to be considered is – one day soon, we're going to find out what those documents were. And if it truly was something that was very egregious, then it's a whole new ballgame, in my opinion. Oh, I, I have uh, every, uh, every you know, notion that he's probably, you know, the Chinese have, 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 have these documents. Well, 
what are we talking about secret documents, top secret documents anyway? Lord knows how much stuff is out there in the ether, you know. I mean, anybody could take a snap of picture, you know, their cell phones and stuff, and, and you know, they're not scrutinizing all this stuff in in the government. Uh, I mean, they, as, you know, they're they're selling all this stuff, and that's how come everybody's becoming gazillionaires. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, really. I mean, you, why would the Chinese stick all this money in this little uh, Biden uh Penn State thing. You oh, know? they were buying so, influence. Uh, they were definitely buying influence. There's no way around it. Hey, and uh, they might even buy more than that. <laughs> hey, Jeff, I got to grab another call here before I hit the break, man. Appreciate you. You right. uh, you stay safe, Have buddy. A good one, Phil. You too, man. Thank uh, you. Line two. Let me jump over to uh, Ralph from Huntsville. Hey, Ralph, how you doing? Hey, uh, Phil. Just very quickly, I'm a former FSO. Outstanding. And, uh, I had to deal with TS uh, TS material and stuff above for years. When somebody goes to the safe to take out a top-secret document, there has to be another person who has clearance who also signs the fact that the document is taken out and verifies that the the document number is correct. Then that document is brought back. The same procedure is followed. You don't just stick it back in in the safe. You have to have it verified. There's a chain of custody that is unlike what is done at secret level. What I'm thinking is happening here is they have started trying to find the chain of custody and have found that, oh, hell, these are copies of unauthorized copies. Yep. That's called espionage, Phil. Uh, Ralph, I, 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 I totally agree, and I've experienced the same. And if uh, if somebody went to a, uh, a zipper net and hit print or if they went to the, uh, the TS uh, copier, which they shouldn't have, um, and then walked away with it, you're right. That's the kind of thing that brings down careers of somebody who's uh, lesser in stature than a vice president. So we'll see how it plays out. Yep. Uh, I know a one-star general who got uh, booted out because he was reading uh, secret documents on an aircraft, uh, public aircraft. Wow. And he uh, lost his star. Well, um, you know, so, this is the kind of thing go. that we're going to wait and see how the double standard plays out. But, um, but Ralph, hey, appreciate you. Thanks well, for your service, I, too, I, Ralph. There's going to be – yes, sir. There's going to be a lot of people go to jail on this one because the chain of custody and this uh, – you know, when you talk top secret, uh, there's a reason what that means. That can cause uh, – that can, not just may, it can cause grievous harm to our country. Absolutely. Secret is a different, a lower-level act- activity. Ralph, got to go to a break, man. Appreciate your service, and thank you take again care. for the call. All right, yes, Boomer, sir. take Bye-bye. us to a break, man. I ran about a minute and a half long, so this is going to be a quick one when we come back. But, uh, folks, I don't know that – Boomer, we may not get to triple dipper number three. We may not. Have you looked at the text thread? I just looked, and Good it Lord. is blown up again. Can't okay. Keep up with this. I haven't even. You know what? I haven't even <laughs> talked about the first document in my stack, and they're not marked classified. We'll be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama, solid conservative and just plain right. Hey, uh, while we're talking legalities of paper trails, let me step aside and talk about some of my friends who work in the legal world. You've heard me talk about Riley and Jackson Law Firm. So they're based out of Birmingham, but they work statewide. Riley and Jackson is doing amazing work, and they've got a number of our Right side listeners now as clients. They told me this the other day. I was talking to them a few days ago. And uh, and so, folks, these are friends of mine. I know these folks personally. They do great work. I, I know them both, uh, I guess you could say, politically and legally, all right? Uh, they have made a career out of assisting people who have been harmed by the negligence of others and trying to make them whole. So a couple things they're working on you might want to know about. Camp Lejeune water contamination, all those things you saw on TV and radio, they're real. Like, it's been confirmed. Like 19 different major illnesses attributed to a confirmed water contamination case at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. If you were there as a service member or a dependent or a contractor or whatever between the years 1953 and 1987, then you may be eligible for a claim. 
Call Riley and Jackson. I'll give you the numbers in a minute. You can talk it through with them. Here's the other one they're working on. They told me that they're working on this thing where if you were a firefighter or in the military using firefighting foam, and you may well then have been exposed to a carcinogenic version of firefighting foam. If that's the case, Riley and Jackson's working that also. And they are taking clients now, and they will assess the, the claim with you and tell you what you've got. They will not charge you for this phone call. All right? You call, tell them your facts. They'll talk to you. And then if they need to, they'll send somebody out to see you. But the reality is they are working with a lot of our right-side listeners now, apparently. So here's the deal. Riley and Jackson, I'm going to give you their phone number. You ready? 205-879-5000. That's Riley and Jackson, 205-879-5000. You call them. They won't get paid unless you get paid. And you tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. I certainly would appreciate it. And here's that thing I got to do. You ready? <gasps> no representation made of the quality legal services before the quality legal services before the lawyers. I'm not sure if I spoke English on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that was even English. Humming, 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 lawyers. That's what he heard. That was good though. <laughs> uh, I could go ahead and just do that very slowly. No representation is made that the quality of them legal services to be performed is greater in any freaking way. <laughs> Here, hold my beer. Hold my in beer. any freaking way than the quality of them legal services performed by some other two-bit lawyer down the road. <laughs> and, of course, you have to do it with that accent. That's right. <laughs> when you slow it down, you got to add the <laughs> accent to it. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> this makes me talk slower, and I go back to my roots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes you feel better. Yeah, that's right. Here. Watch out for that Here. Corvette. Oh, watch this. <laughs> nothing good, by the way, nothing good ever came from something that started off with, oh, watch this. <laughs> hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times I've gotten hurt right after I say that. <laughs> it's exactly the point. <laughs> here, here, hold my beer. I'm going to stick my hand under this log <laughs> down here in the creek and see what grabs it. Watch this. No. Don't do that. Have you ever done noodling? Have you ever been noodling? I've I have not been noodling. I'm not gonna go noodling. I'm not either. I don't want my my arm to go inside a giant daggum fish. Well, I mean, I'm you know no, <laughs> no thank you. Who does? Who's? I want to know who's the first person to do that. The very first redneck to get down in the water and submerge themselves and stick a hand up under a lock a log or a rock to see if something would bite it. I would like to know the first person to do that as well. I saw an episode of like Dirty Jobs or something like that where they did this, and they're pulling out monster catfish, and you know, and every one of them was like, "There you go, right there." There's you one. Know, oh boy, getting down the water wearing nothing but a pair of overhauls, you know. <laughs> How did we get on this topic? Oh, oh, we were talking real slow. Remember Riley and Jackson, real slow and no representation <laughs> is made. That any freaking legal work is being done better than no other lawyer could have possibly done it. That's the way we say it, right? Don't go noodling. Don't go noodling. Here, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We get paid to have fun. Yes. All right, folks. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We're going to the last half hour. Had a caller a minute ago. If you want to call back, we'll take it. We're going to finish up the paper trail because I got stuff I hadn't even touched yet. And the text lines are still going crazy. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all in North Alabama. Solid conservative, just plain right. I'm talking about we are way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gaston, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi, thrown in just for good measure. They do noodling in all of those places, too, by the way. 
Raven from Russellville just texted and said, I used to go noodling with my uncles when I was younger. What was I thinking? I don't know, Raven. That's a bad <laughs> idea, dude. And then uh, I've got on here, uh, JT from Lacey Springs says, right side radio where you hear up to 10 dippers a week. Oh, <laughs> oh you know. <laughs> Oh. It was that, there was one about the first That the was first JT noodler. also. I was about to say, JT also said the very first noodler was Bubba Two Fingers. <laughs> wonder why he only had two fingers. And Leanne from Huntsville, which I'm hoping means she's for this, says no triple today. So anyway, no triple. Um, <laughs> hey, I got a caller on the line. Let me jump over there real quick. Is that Kareem? Kareem from Huntsville. How you doing, my friend? How you doing today, Phil? I'm good, brother. What's up? Now, I'm sitting here thinking about this secret document thing, you know. Yeah. So... And this is why I think Joe Biden has the best luck in the world. Because, you know, I really don't care what really happens to him. My whole thing is get rid of Trump. But if he was the former president and he would have got caught with the, with the documents, he could be held accountable. But it's just his luck that he's actually the president now. So remember before they said he could just wave his hand and classify him declassified? So, so, so you you think that he's gonna you think he's gonna have the brass to to pardon himself? I'm just trying. I'm just trying to tell you if, if he can, he's the president. Wait. That was the whole argument behind <laughs> Trump, and he wasn't even the president. He was the former president. So we have somebody that's actually the president who's actually supposed to look at classified documents, even though that they old. Wouldn't he be able to just declassify them now as president? He, That's why he's it's, it's like he's so lucky he just keep hitting you know keep hitting home runs. So here, I mean, look here, at the midterms. Here's the problem you got. Here's the problem you got. If you break the law in the past, you can't excuse yourself for having broken the law in the past by saying the law no longer applies now. You, you, you can't have retroactive. I, I, I you can't have that. retroactive application of a change in the law. It's what the law was at but the time. But we already know we don't hold presidents or former presidents uh, accountable for their actions. Uh, so that's, it was, uh, it's really like a nothing burger, and everybody's going to jump on it and say, "Oh, he has." Documents to get him, get him, get him. Well, they know nothing is not going to happen to this man. And then he could use his C now part and say, I just forgot about him. <laughs> well, he's already said that until he remembered they were next <laughs> yeah. to his Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just forgot about him. You know, he's 100 years old. I told you. It's like. So what, what, do you, what do you think? Do you see this as being on par with Trump or do you see Trump being worse? Well, you know, I always see Trump as being worse. I'm just going to be 100, 100 percent with you. But all I'm saying is that if Trump was in handcuffs or he, you know, he didn't get his special master and his special treatment, then Joe Biden wouldn't be allowed the same thing. So, you know, it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. He's not held accountable, so we can't hold Joe. Let us hold Trump accountable and then hold Joe. Okay. Because we don't want him 2024. Okay, here's the flaw. You know what I'm saying? Let him here's, do what he do. Here's the flaw. Here's the flaw. You ready? The flaw in your argument. I just dawned on me. The flaw in your argument was Trump has said that while he was president, he already declassified the documents because he had the authority to do that. Therefore, it was not illegal for them to be outside of their, their classified storage areas. But they said but it vice like that, right? But, but vice president did not have the authority to declassify anything. He can't now retroactively declassify and claim that he was in a better position than Trump because Trump was already exonerating himself in the day. No, he's still the president. <laughs> okay, how you cut it? He's still the president. All right, so well, we'll, we'll see. We hold him. We'll see how your boy plays <laughs> out. All I know is, All I know is he stored him with his Corvette, which burns fossil fuels. How you like that? And, and I can really believe he forgot him. You know, he forgot he had a pen in his top pocket today. You I, know, I, I, so, it is what it is. All right, Kareem, appreciate you, man. Have a good one. Yeah, that's awesome. Forgot he had a pen in his pocket today. Mm. Yeah. 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 Did it's, you see uh, who sent the picture of the who Corvette? Was who was it? It was John from Lexington, South Carolina. Oh, I see it right there now. Let me let me go back to it real quick. John, <laughs> I mean, it's a big old pile behind that Corvette. There's a pile of boxes back there. <laughs> so John from Lexington sent a picture about <laughs> about <laughs> Joe Biden literally pulling his uh, his Corvette out of a garage. It's a good-looking Corvette, too, by the way. It is. Uh, I'm a classic car. I'm a muscle car guy, but I'm, I'm Ford, Ford and, and Dodge first. But um, – but I'm or Plymouth actually. I love the Hemicudas. But uh, I see a pile of boxes back behind his Corvette. I reckon there could be classified documents in that very picture. Who knows? <laughs>
But you know what's so wild is they sent the staff over there to root through his garage. <laughs> they did. I mean, does anybody not? Does, I mean, what the heck? So like we've the, got like interns. I don't know. It just says aides. Biden's aides Biden's have aides. gone to his house. Wait, which aides? It could have been healthcare aides. I, I mean, who knows? I don't know. It could have been. But it, I th- who was it that just brought up the the, the lady fact, who cleans the house? I don't know. <laughs> the fact that um, you know they found all these classified documents. Were they? Were they? Cl- were they? Yes, it's a great point. Right. Did they have clearance to see these documents? Yeah. Well, the, the, but then that goes back to. And now I'm being serious. Did they did they know they were going to go get certain documents, or were they told to go check out those boxes because the president believes he may have something in there? He's not sure what it is. Mm. Um, if they went over there innocently and they stumbled across documents, it's not their fault. If they went over there knowing there was TS level documentation in a box and they did not have a TS clearance themselves, then yes, you got a problem. Um, and now, of course, if if they didn't have the clearance level and they saw it anyway. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm speculating now. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. All right, <laughs> <laughs> move on. All right. So, so listen. A couple of things here. You 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 got to You got to hear. Um, I mean, I I feel like we've covered the details pretty well. Uh, do know this. Uh, Merrick Garland had no choice today. You could tell he didn't. Merrick Garland had to go ahead and appoint a special prosecutor today to investigate this entire situation. He has to. He cannot possibly preside over the DOJ that is persecuting Trump, persecuting, prosecuting, how you can look at it, uh, over classified documents being outside of their classified storage and not have the same level of application of the law to somebody on the other side of the political spectrum. You can't do that. It's too high profile. Now, Hillary Clinton got away with it. Don't ask me how. But you can't have it at the level we're talking about right now where it's so visible. that So basically today they did appoint a special prosecutor. Um, and then one of the things that I was going to point out today, too, that I thought was hilarious. And, and, and I don't think he, you know, Peter Ducey gets so under Biden's skin. Peter Ducey from Fox News gets so under Biden's skin, so much so that Biden even got caught hot micing when Ducey was asking him a question Biden sat there mumbling to himself, stupid SOB, and, and about a reporter daring to ask a reasonable question. Well, Peter Ducey asked today, I, I think Biden was walking out to Marine One, and, you know, he stopped by the reporter's uh, 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 pool over there, and, uh, and Ducey just flat out asked him, uh, in your garage, what were you thinking? And it didn't go over very well. Um, I will tell you this, Alabama's own Mike Rogers, uh, Congressman Mike Rogers, now the House Armed Services Committee chairman, is, according to Fox News, dated today, is demanding answers from the Pentagon on whether or not President Biden's improper storage of classified information resulted in, quote, any damage to national security and information on whether Defense Department officials are working in coordination with the U.S. attorney to review the matter. Uh, He wrote to the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, Ronald Moultrie, and the Director of Defense Counterintelligence and Security, William Leitzow. So he's asking basically, hey, DOD, I'm the House Armed Services Chairman. I want to know, are you guys working with this? Because we don't know what was in there. Were these military DOD-related intel reports? Were they civilian State Department type things? So the the point Rogers, our own Alabama Mike Rogers made, He says, quote, I write to inquire whether you have been contacted to cooperate with the U.S. attorney and or are conducting an independent investigation based on your own authorities. He said it is critical to assess whether possible national security damage, particularly to DOD equities, resulted from any improper storage handling or disclosure of classified information stored in a closet of a non-government entity entity like the Biden Center. Good for you, Mike Rogers. Thank you very much. Um, Now, let's do this. I tell you what, Boomer. Uh, let's go ahead and take the break. I'm about a minute ahead of schedule. I'm going to come back and wrap it up with some information about the Biden Center, the Penn Biden Center. I think you're going to want to hear this. Like, what's the what's the lay of the land? And by the way, John from Huntsville, no triple dipper, man. You just have to get over it. <laughs> He's texting me right now. <laughs> he said, you know how to count to three, right? Yeah, I, I maintain my editorial rights. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, Double Dipper Day. We'll be right back. 
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right and taking so much grief from my audience about the triple dipper right so now. So much grief. So much grief. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna go ahead and assume I, this is nothing but love. This is. This it is probably like, is. Uh, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, some. Uh, I got nudging yell. I got bit. right here. Uh, yeah, Jim from Madison says, "Right side radio, where the triple dipper is always aspirational, overpromise and underdeliver." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Appreciate you. Uh, Paul from Madison said, "You could just call it the Big Dipper." And, and Boomer and I read that and laughed. And uh, I thought, okay, then what we're going to do is on the days we have two, we'll call it the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. That's, that's right. It was just a Big Dipper, Little Dipper Big day. Dipper, Little Dipper day. That's right. And, you know, I, uh, my actual father-in-law just texted me and said, I like Double Dipper days. <laughs> that's a lot of information. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I know I like your father-in-law. Um, John from Huntsville says, maybe Biden didn't know he had those classified dockets because I don't think he's smart enough to know what the word classified means. That's John from Huntsville. Uh, John from Lexington, South Carolina. Um, uh, what he, he sent, there was something else he sent. Oh, he sent that picture. He's the one that sent the picture of the Corvette, right? Yes, it yes. was. Yes, that was. That's, that's, that's John from Lexington. He also just sent in and says, the special counsel appointed was Mr. Her. Her's background, he was a top aide to Deputy AG Rod Rosenstein and was special assistant and counsel to now FBI Director Chris Ray. Oh, great. Wonderful. Just got a checkered background. Okay. Um, and then uh, uh, what do we got here? We got a number that did not tell us who they are. It says, Biden documents taken to a place for research, all caps. Students and researchers could apply to view those documents without security clearances. Wow. Better not have. I uh, hope you're wrong unknown person who didn't tell us your name and where you're from. Uh, Dustin from Hazel Green. He says, you guys know, all caps, you guys know that Bush and Obama are going through every piece of paper in their garages right now. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh, that's funny. Um, Who was it? I'm trying to find the one that sent me in. Uh, It's hard to shuffle through all of these. I had so many great tech. Mike from Huntsville, back on the, uh, the noodling thing. Mike, Mike from Huntsville says, we were snake hunting from my wife, her biology class, and a snake fell in the water with us and went under a tree. And I reached my hand in there real quick to grab it. And I thought to myself, that's a really stupid thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you knew what kind of snake it was when you reached, because I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, uh, where are we at here? Somebody just sent me, uh, who was it? Leanne from Huntsville. Leanne, she says, she sent me a picture, says, doing good, single, double, triple. Um, <laughs> you know what? When you got good content... <laughs> And lots of listeners and call-ins. Okay, so bottom line, let me go to my thing here. Where'd it go? So there was a piece that came out on Fox today. Um, wrapping this section up here. Hunter Biden, China, the classified documents, mysteries swirl around the Penn Biden Center. Keep in mind what I said earlier. I've not heard anybody address this per se yet, but uh, the Penn Biden Center, where the first round of documents were found, uh, did not even open until 2018. Biden had already been out of office for a year. So did somebody bring him documents from the White House after he had left the White House? Or did he take them when he left, and who knows where they were in the year interim before they were chucked into a closet in his office at the Penn Biden Center? Well, the Penn Biden Center has now found itself in all kinds of mess. They didn't want to be trending, but yes, they are. It says, within weeks of leaving the vice presidency, under former President Barack Obama in January 2017, Biden became the Benjamin Franklin Presidential Practice Professor at the University of Pennsylvania, an honorary position. Discussions about the elder Biden's future involvement, though, had begun. They long predated the end of the Obama presidency, according to emails we have now seen in Hunter Biden's infamous abandoned laptop. Um, And those have been verified. So Hunter Biden was apparently in 2016, 2016, April 2016, was emailing back and forth with somebody from the creative artist agency named an agent named Craig Gehring. Apparently they had an agent helping them find a gig for post politics. Says that uh, Gehring listed apparent plans that were discussed for the vice president to include one for wealth creation with no further explanation. Another included a parent reference then to a Penn Biden center in Washington, DC with a possible job opportunity for Hunter himself. Wow. These emails are, these exist, by the way. And they, they went on to talk about these things in the emails. I won't go into all of them. Uh, one of them was, though, Hunter replying to the idea of doing this is, but, all caps, please keep this very confidential between us because nothing is set in stone. Still a lot of sensitivity, you think? 
And then just 10 days prior to that email, though, records indicate that Hunter was scheduled to attend a meeting with his father at the White House with the president of Penn University. Huh. Uh, it says it's not clear if the meeting at the White House actually took place, but it was scheduled. Um, and so that brings up a question itself. Were they meeting on White House property to discuss a personal gainful opportunity using the leverage of the White House to help make it happen? That's a Listen, and by the way, if you don't know, like, like for instance, I can remember in um, Montgomery having a meeting uh, at an office that was an off-site office that was actually um, rented by the campaigns of one of the officials running for office in Montgomery because they could not have, they're not supposed to by law, have those campaign-style meetings in official office space. In other words, Governor Ivey can't talk about her campaign in detail. She can't have her campaign manager come to the Capitol. You can't do that. It's got to be an off-site meeting at a place that is campaign-oriented anyway. So here we have Biden having meetings at the White House. Joe Biden then left the vice presidency on January 20th, 2017, and was hired as a professor at Penn less than four weeks later, where he was paid a total of $776,000, nearly double what full-time Penn professors would normally make during that same time. The magazine, uh, Philadelphia Magazine, reported at the time that the former vice president's professorship was really more of a speaking residency. In other words, he just came and went. He showed up on campus six times. $776,000. each for showing up on campus. He said it's been on campus so infrequently that it became news when he was actually there. And then the Penn-Biden Center opened in February 2018. There have been 10 senior Biden administration officials hired to their current positions in the Biden administration after having spent time on staff at the Penn-Biden Center, including Secretary of State Antony Blinken, Undersecretary of Defense for Policy Colin Call, White House Counselor Stephen Reschetti. I mean, these all worked at Penn-Biden. Penn also, by the way, took in $77 million in gifts and contracts from China between 2014 and 2020. That's Obama administration era time frame through Penn-Biden time frame. Penn also struggled to explain a $3 million donation from a 2019 Hong Kong shell company tied to a Chinese national and businessman. And the university also received $12.8 million in gifts from China, March of 20 through June 2022. And additionally, the university reported at least $2.8 million in China contracts. I'm just telling you, man. And, And by the way, Penn received all that money from China. Penn is the one that funded the Penn-Biden Center. Money is fungible. Money comes from China. Money passes through to the Penn-Biden Center. Penn-Biden Center pays a healthy salary to the Biden family, and documents wind up stored there that shouldn't have been there. I'm just telling you, the whole thing stinks. Whole thing stinks. Here, watch this. That's what I say. That's what I'd say. If I, hey, if y'all, I, watch this. If I, if, I was, if I was noodling for information right now, I'd say, here, watch this. Stick my hand into that log <laughs> and find you a pile of classified documents. That's probably what happened. Stored right next to a Corvette. <laughs> God almighty. Man. Bless you, Lord. All right. Hey, folks, what an amazing day. You guys made this an amazing show. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a big, different, little, different day. We'll get to three tomorrow, we hope. Tomorrow's Friday. You guys have an amazing night. Boomer and I back here at 2. We'll see you then. 